It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Sports Today. Draymond Green has been suspended indefinitely after yet another altercation. What exactly does that mean and what is his future with the Warriors? Also the latest on Texans quarterback CJ Stroud. And what is even the point of Shohei Otani's contract? I'm Peter Bukowski. Starting your day with the can't miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Sports Today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. After a a bizarre situation between the Warriors and the Suns with Draymond Green and and Yusuf Nurkic, Draymond Green has been suspended indefinitely by the NBA. Cyrus Atsas from Locked On Warriors joins me now. And I want to dive right into this, Cyrus, because what happened, it is hard to justify the act that if you haven't seen um, Draymond Green whirling around and clocking Yusuf Nurkic, flailing his arms, it is not a basketball move, really. Um, but also, it seems like the NBA has treated Draymond Green differently in at least two ways that I can think of, Cyrus. Okay. One is the indefinite suspension is absolutely taking into account the past actions. But also, this announcement of counseling feels like a recognition of his place in the game as a legendary player that they're saying, look, we want to help this player, not just punish him. When you heard about the suspension, what was your reaction? Uh, the, the indefinite part was interesting because it's very rare. Um, I was expecting minimum 10 games. I, I yeah. think, I mean, look, the last, the last time I was on your show, we were also talking about Draymond. I think the last mm. time you invited me on was to talk about his chokehold on Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Um, interesting side note that a couple of ex-players brought up in various shows today that the majority, maybe all of them, uh, of Draymond Green's uh, incidents have almost always been with international players. That's kind of a weird caveat, uh, whether it's Rudy yeah. Gobert, Stephen Adams, uh, uh, Yusuf Nurkic. Um, I, I'm forgetting. Oh, and, and DeMontis Sabonis. I, so, that part is weird. Who knows how to read into that? But I was expecting 10-plus games. Um, the indefinite thing was interesting. I had a conversation before we started recording with our uh, our mutual locked-on colleague, Nick Angstat, who enlightened me on the other indefinite suspensions that have occurred in the NBA, which alone was fascinating. And I'll read those off to you really fastly. Just last, really quickly, a year ago, John Morant, uh, was given an indefinite suspension, sure. and he ended up serving nine games. Uh, Kyrie Irving, for the social media posts that some deemed anti, anti-Semitic, anti uh, was suspended indefinitely. Malik Monk, this one I was 
that missed entirely. I don't know if you're aware of this, Peter. He was given an indefinite suspension in 2020 for violating the NBA's anti-drug program. We still don't know if he ever served it because the pandemic, uh, this is all during the pandemic. Um, the Don- Donald Sterling ugliness that we all know mm. that we none of us, I don't think, like yeah. to talk about. Um, and then in 2010, Gilbert Arenas, uh, who brought up, was one of the individuals bringing up. Yeah, Jermon he had Green. some thoughts on this. Yeah, and how he he brought up the whole international thing, um, but he was suspended for the gun incident in the locker room. But in almost every one of those instances, Gilbert Arenas' suspension was ended up being eight games. Malik Monks was eight games. Uh, Kyrie Irving's was eight games. John Morant nine. So I could see this end up being in a similar range. I agree with you that the counseling part was interesting. That wasn't reported, or the NBA didn't come out with that. I think Sham Sharnia reported that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, good reporting by him for revealing that part of it. But look, it's this is the first time I've seen when it comes to Draymond Green's antics, uh, all of Dub Nation collectively being disappointed, collectively uh, voicing their their dis- disapproval. Um, usually you always have either outliers or you still have the majority of Warriors fans still coming to Draymond's defense. You're not seeing that this time. I, I think everyone is at their fill. Um, and... So, you know, I don't know if counseling is going to be the solution. I don't know if there is a solution. I'm very curious to see what we what version of Draymond comes out of this. Um, but this just piles on to what's been a very ugly season for the Warriors so far. Yeah, and and coming out of the the altercation with the Wolves, um, there I you know, I, I listened to a lot of the discussions around that from former players and, and longtime NBA analysts, and I, I heard a lot of this. Well, it only happened because they they respected the Wolves enough to, to, to be in this position, that they, they thought, okay, they're going to punk us a little bit. We can punk them back. And then when they couldn't, Draymond had to get to this level. This version of the Suns team like hasn't really been together long enough for there to be animosity and bad blood. Does this feel to you, because now we're, we're talking about multiple occasions now this season, that any of this is related to the fact that the Warriors are not playing the way that we expect them to be? And that Draymond, although he's still, when healthy, a very impactful player, is certainly not the same guy that he was, you know, in his apex prime for the Warriors. Yeah, I brought this up on last night's Locked On Warriors. Uh, I think what you're insinuating here is 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 the frustration of maybe players who at one time were some of the greatest ever. Uh, yeah. We're seeing their decline. I think Draymond Green, Clay Thompson are notable to, in terms of uh, specific individuals who are struggling, whereas before they were some of the, the greatest the game's ever seen. Uh, maybe Clay admitted, I mean, by the way, to his credit, admitted last night or two nights ago, hey, I've, I've stunk lately and I got benched and I deserve to get benched. So to his credit, he was honest about it for, for yeah, finally. Yeah, it was the first time we've heard that 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 uh, that self-awareness from Clay. I, I agree. Um, so who knows? You might be right. It, it could be a part of it. Uh, the whole thing was weird. I mean, it, the way you described it was funny that the punch I, I I equated it with Draymond doing a sort of ballerina spin. Uh, with his arms out and it just happened the, the the hand happened to end up right at uh Nurkic's face it, I, I don't, it's hard to tell what's going on here with Draymond I mean look he's always been like this it's not like this is anything new from him um it could be a, uh, it could be a combination of things it could be frustration uh in in that in what you're saying in terms of decline in play um it could be an instance where you know winning seems to cure everything that's the old adage but when you're not winning obviously 
<laughs> the forgiveness is not there anymore, right? The, 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 the leash is suddenly a lot shorter. So maybe people are, are focused a bit more. Who knows? I, I'll, the, the bottom line is Draymond is in deep doo-doo. Stay up to date all year on the Golden State Warriors by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Warriors on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, the Houston Texans are hoping to have CJ Stroud back this weekend. But first, Giannis did what? We're into the second half of the NFL season, and now is the best time to turn your sports knowledge into cash with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, what are you waiting for? The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, teasers, and more. There's also a lot of weekly promos and boosts to give you plenty of opportunities to increase your payout. The Chargers traveled to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders on Thursday Night Football without Justin Herbert, of course. The Raiders, three and a half point favorites in that one. You can also combine bets for a bigger payout. Same game parlays, a great way to enjoy watching sports. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and do the NFL season right. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. Milwaukee Bucks forward Giannis Antetokounmpo sent a new franchise record last night with a 64-point performance in the Bucks' 140-126 win over the Indiana Pacers, a little revenge for the in-season tournament. The previous record in Milwaukee held by Michael Redd at 57 points. This is not even the first time Giannis has gone over 50 against the Pacers this season. He owns at least scoring against the Pacers, though they lost that last game when he scored 54 against Indiana earlier in the season. The Bucs get a monster win in this one. This week has been a nightmare for the Los Angeles Chargers. Star quarterback Justin Herbert was placed on injured reserve Tuesday and will miss the rest of the season. On Wednesday, the team announced that leading receiver Keenan Allen will miss tonight's game. The Chargers' second leading receiver is Josh Palmer, who has 900 fewer yards than Keenan Allen. Philadelphia 76ers star Joel Embiid put forth one of the most dominant performances in recent memory with a 30-point double-double in the first half. Embiid would finish with 41-11-5 in a blowout win over the Detroit Pistons, who are now on a 21-game losing streak. One of the most dominant performances of the night, other than, you know, Giannis getting a 60-burger. A West Virginia judge has ruled that for the next 14 days, the NCAA's double transfer rule is not in effect. Usually, college athletes who transfer for a second time would be required to sit out a year at their new school. 
This is especially advantageous for West Virginia basketball player Raekwon Battle, who was required to sit out this season after his second move. The rule is arbitrary. It makes no sense. Why, after one transfer, it's fine, but after two, it's not. Just let the kids play where they want to play. And Shohei Otani's baseball contract continues to get more bizarre. We'll talk about the deferrals in a second, but there's also a clause that allows Otani to opt out of his deal at any point if owner Mark Walter or president of baseball operations Andrew Friedman leave the Dodgers for any reason. Talk about job security. Here is another story you need to know. We know that the Jacksonville Jaguars, number one in the AFC South division right now, a very competitive division. The Texans are in a place where many people in the national space didn't think that they'd be. Mm-hmm. And that's in a playoff race. And so what's your opinion about the Week 15 matchup versus the Tennessee Titans, who are coming off beating a 9-3 Miami team? Right. I think that's a great time to get them. I mean, Tennessee's always going to play you tough, but I'd rather get them when they're feeling great about themselves rather than when they're not, like they went into Miami all angry with piss and vinegar and upset the Dolphins. So – you know, the Texans are coming off a tough loss, a game they should have found a way to win that they didn't. A lot of injuries, missing a lot of key players. We'll see whether C.J. Stroud can pass through protocol. Most players don't get through protocol in a week. Mm-hmm. Let's hope that he gets well soon, and he can for his own sake, the team's sake. We'll see what happens there. But, you know, it, it, divisional matchups are always tough. Tennessee's always going to play you tough. They're such a feisty, strong, tough team. Um, but, again, I you know, this probably would be a better time to get them than – Go, the night that they went to Miami to upset the Dolphins. Adam, um, you just mentioned C.J. Stroud. We know that is possibly the biggest story here in the city of Houston, one of the biggest yeah. stories in the league. Um, we know he's in concussion protocol. We heard Coach D'Amico Ryan say that after the game and then again on Monday. But what can you share? What intangibles, what process does a player need to do in order to be cleared and get back out there on the field? Well, there's a series of steps. They have to meet with independent neurologists, team doctors. They have to be cleared by both before they can play again. And I, I think the numbers are something like 80% of the people in protocol um, don't wind up passing in a week. Now, I mm-hmm. don't know the extent of his injury and how severe his concussion was or wasn't. To me, they're all severe. They're all serious in their own ways. Um, none of them should ever be dismissed or taken lightly or diminished. But again, there are various degrees of them and we'll i don't know where his falls on that spectrum and i don't know whether or not he's shown encouraging signs so far but he's gonna have a series of steps that he has to pass through before he can be eligible to play again and nobody knows right now including the texans whether or not he'll be able to make it through or not Mm. Adam, before I let you go, I do want to ask you one question. Um, as of right now, the Houston Texans, to everybody's surprise, are yeah. in the playoff hunt. So can you just talk about how it's been just watching this team grow this season, especially the improvements yeah. and development that we've seen from Coach um, D'Amico Rines? Well, great question. Listen, all we have to do is go back one year, right? A year ago, what? and I don't mean this to be harsh, nobody cared or was interested in the Houston Texans. They were largely irrelevant. And a year later, they are very relevant, and they may make the playoffs this year. And people are interested in Houston Texans football again. They want to see C.J. Stroud play. They want to see if this team can keep it going. D'Amico has brought a certain energy and spark to that franchise. 
They have completely rebounded and become relevant one year later. They've become relevant, and they look like they're going to be relevant and competitive and good for a long period of time because they picked the right quarterback in the draft last April. They landed the right head coach, and it looks like they're positioned for success for years to come. Stay up to date all year on the Houston Texans by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Texans on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, Shohei Otani signed a $700 million contract. Or did he? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Superstar baseball player Shohei Otani has signed a 10-year deal with the LA Dodgers that will pay him $700 million. Sorry, no, no. $700 million. Um, that's my bad Dr. Evil impression, or at least that's how the deal was initially announced. But now it turns out that the contract will pay him $2 million per year over the next 10 years with $680 million deferred to be paid later. I think the entire baseball world was stunned yesterday when we saw the final details. Yes, they announced when Shohei Otani signed with the Dodgers that a majority of his contract would be deferred, but I don't think any of us thought it would be $680 million of the $700 million deal. Otani will make just $2 million a season for the next 10 years, and then a whopping $68 million in the following 10 years as part of this deferred contract. Now, what does that mean? It means that his luxury tax hit, instead of being $70 million, if it was a straight deal, now it goes all the way down to $46 million, according to multiple reports. So it gives the Dodgers way more room to play with. Essentially, the real money value of this deal right now is a 10-year, $460 million deal or something in that neighborhood. And essentially, how they figure all that out is money today is more valuable than money tomorrow based on these contracts. Because today, you can start accruing interest on that money. And as part of this deal, he is denying interest on his $680 million. So with all of that said, based on how they calculate this stuff, again, that hit drops all the way down to $46 million. Now, everyone freaked out about this, and I was right there with you all. I did not get it. It felt dirty. It just does. It's, it feels like cheating in some way. This is ridiculous. It is absurd. This is mob accounting. This is like Bernie Madoff level stuff. It's fake. The numbers are all fake. They've always been fake. And the salary cap is fake everywhere. It's it's never been more fake than in baseball where, yeah, there's a luxury tax, but nah, there's not really, and no one really cares what's going on. To say, oh, it's a 10-year, $700 million contract, but it's only $2 million in cash year to year and 680 later makes a mockery of the whole system. Not to mention the strangeness of not wanting to take the money now where you could, with compounding interest, make a lot of that money, even with taxes in California. Though then again, in 10 years, he could move to Florida. No state income tax. He could move to the Virgin Islands or wherever and see if he can dodge 
you know, Uncle Sam as well. I don't know if this is all some complicated tax dodge, though that would certainly make sense. $700 million, you'd like to protect as much of that if you could. But this should not be legal. It, it is ridiculous in every sport. I, I, I talk about this in football all the time. How in the NFL, you can have a contract where you make $50 million a year or $5 million a year, but it costs two on the salary cap or eight on the salary cap. It is ridiculous. If you get a certain amount of money per year, you have to get the money per year. It is too complicated for the fans to follow. And after all, this is an entertainment product after all. This is silly. It is it is just removing the artifice that there is any guardrails on anything that goes on with the salary cap. This is, this is fully funny money. It's fully monopoly money. And for the good of the sport, baseball has to find a way to rein this in. And finally, Shohei Otani. Have you heard of him? He signed a deal with the Dodgers for the largest contract in North American sports history. Before he's even introduced at a press conference, Otani set a Fanatics record for highest jersey sales within the first 48 hours of signing. The real question now is what number is higher? The amount that Fanatics made in those 48 hours or the amount the Dodgers will actually have to pay Otani over the next 10 years? That's wild. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports Today, we know you didn't want to watch Thursday Night Football, so we are going to do it for you. So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports Today. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.